Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. It's just a compliment. I'll take it as a compliment. I'll take it as a testament to the work that, that I've been able to put in and just the, the extreme focus that I've had over these past couple of months. So I'll take every summer. It's a, it's a different it's a different name for me. It's, it's this summer, Skinny Mellow. It's Hoodie Mellow. It's USA Mellow. It's, it's so many different levels out there. But at the end of the day, I'm me. You know, I, I knew how important this was for us coming back and how locked in we had to be. That's Carmelo Anthony talking about his new nickname, Skinny Mellow. I guess you can take it as a positive if you want. The other way would take it is uh, you've been out of shape your entire career. Uh, you that, know, that's kind of negative, though, PK. Let's go with the other one. I would go with the Skinny Mellow because it reminds me of when I go to Cheesecake Factory. You have the Skinny Licious. Of course, then you blow it by the Skinny Licious portion by having a big old fat piece of cheesecake with whipped cream and who knows what on it. So you come out probably, maybe you come out even, maybe come about a couple ounces, maybe in a couple pounds behind. So Skinny Licious somehow makes me think I could do more. Maybe Skinny Mellow somehow makes me think he could do more. Slimming down to play the three for the Blazers. We know they got a path to the playoffs. The people who do the uh, computer games play out 10,000 versions of the season and all that. Most of those people are giving the Blazers like a 5 to 10% chance of advancing. Be a, uh, be a good story and a great run if they're able to pull that off. So you looked at people who did computer did. simulations did. of the Blazers. <laughs> well, no, it was of the whole league. I just saw the Blazers number. They have the whole standings there. You just look at them all. Why? I was bored. I had nothing to do. There wasn't a game on, PK. <laughs> if there'd been a game on, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> then drop down and give yourself 25 so you could be skinny snakes. All right, let's go. Here we go. One, two, Skinny three. snakes. For those Whoa. that aren't watching this, because I'm watching it live, he's I'll actually do doing push-ups. Yeah, we got later. a show to do right now. Ah. The 20, I'll do the other 20 over the next 20 years. Yeah, probably. That's about right. Seems... Ballpark. Oh, here we go, Yak. It's going to be like when he was late and he'd come on and he'd be breathing heavily and nobody would, he would think nobody would know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yak and I thought we were going to be late today, man. We were locked out by the bar. I thought I had a tough man. Lock had to get past the iron gate. Lock. Yak. Yak. Lock. Rock. It's Monday morning. It is. All Where's right. For Brad. The NBA will shorten their quarter lengths. The first exhibition games will be in later this week. Ten minutes instead of 12. So when you watch the Jazz or listen to the Jazz and the Suns Thursday, be a little quicker. Some of the teams don't have full rosters. I think for a team like the Jazz, they probably like a couple extra minutes to play a couple more guys, but whatever. Play ball. Yeah. I'm glad you said that so people know. I was watching the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers last night, and I was all excited. Uh, Diamondbacks hit a home run, the top of the first, and then the uh, Dodgers come up. The first three guys get on, and then Bellinger hits a slammy. And then the Diamondbacks walk off. I thought they quit. But turns out like you can quit after 25 pitches. So the kid got nobody out, and they went to the top of the second. What is this rule? Yeah, I, I didn't know about it. Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, who has made his own share of missteps, shared some advice 
with Washington's Daniel Snyder, who's under pressure with a nickname change and allegations of widespread sexual harassment inside his franchise. Uh, he said, uh, if you know Dan Snyder, if you're connected with the organization, tell Dan and their senior management, you've got to just recognize what you did right and what you did wrong. You have to accept the mistakes you made. That's painful. I made a lot of mistakes, and that's the only way this is going to get resolved. There was a whole deal with the Mavericks and sexual harassment. And uh, Cuban didn't know about it because he's off doing his other stuff. That was the story of the time, but he's still the owner, so it still happened on his watch. So there's Mark Cuban's advice to Dan Snyder. Well, there's two things. If you just uh, wait it out, most things blow over. And you're on to the next news thing, and everybody just moves on. And secondly, why does Cuban feel the need to respond to everything? No idea. I mean, in the end, who cares what Mark Cuban thinks? Unless he did some media availability and you got asked a direct question, I got nothing for you. Well, he's always been doing doing media availability and getting That's asked true. direct questions. Apparently. Responding to emails, right? Does he still do that? He did it for years. I don't know. He responded to mine, but I haven't emailed him in years, so I don't know. LeBron James Upper Deck Rookie Card 2003-2004 season. Sold at auction for $1,845 thousand dollars that's record recognized as a record for a modern day card and i didn't know this but modern day cards are from 1980 on yeah stuff you got making, old time stuff pk well i you do can, have two of lebron's rookie cards so i'll be making a career announcement later today nice <laughs> you're gonna retire or you're gonna do all shows from now on on top of a golden throne uh yeah well uh, no it's going to be a three-letter card and it's going to be b y e Only 23 of these patch parallel cards were made. And one, just one of the two graded at 9.5 mint gem grade. We learned all about that, PK, when we had your cards evaluated. You take them down, had the pros look at them in person, because we kind of did it over the radio. It was kind of a rough estimate. I have not, but uh, funny, I was just, uh, and I saw that news came out over the weekend, if it was not yesterday that uh, I said to my wife, I told her that, and I said, I have got to get these cards evaluated. Yep. Go visit our good friend Ryan Mogg down there at Mr. E's. Because money is tight, and who knows what I'm sitting on. Exactly. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. No, we we do not advise listening to anything Kelly Oubre says. The Patriots are doing what? Uh, This is the NBA snitch line. That's a different number. Are you sure it was Bobon? That's uh, CBS Sports spoofing the NBA snitch line, and Yach finds that endlessly entertaining. He is in here laughing so hard. How many times have you heard that now, Yach? I watched that. You were all video. over social media with it. You played here this morning. You're really still funny. laughing like yeah. you heard it for the first time. I thought it was hilarious. Chris Hassel, of course, wasn't doing it. I thought it was pretty smart. The NBA news, uh, the Houston Texans, Kansas City Chiefs expected, uh, got their rookies reporting to their respective team facilities. NBA news? NFL news. Oh. <laughs> rookies from the Texans and the Chiefs expected to report to their respective team facilities today as training camps begin opening around the NFL over the next week. And of course, as we talked about on TV last night, PK, got a lot of high profile players tweeting out stuff, putting pressure on the owners, uh, safety protocols. Is it safe? Is there going to be a season? And uh, you were reading stuff that makes you think this isn't really about the season. It's about the preseason. 
Yeah, they've got some leverage and some power now, so they're going to use it, just like we saw with baseball. Everything's it's either a negotiation or it's political or it's both. I mean, this is what they're doing. Raiders owner Mark Davis said he's leaning towards not having any fans attend games at the new Allegiant Stadium this season. He says if fans are not in attendance, Davis said he would not attend games. No one fan is more important to me than another, no matter if they paid $75,000 for the PSL or $500. They're all Raider fans to me. My mindset today is no fan should attend games. I don't even know if it's safe to play. Uncertainty is the word. That is such BS. Yeah, the seventy-five thousand dollar fan, yeah, not the safety worth, part, <laughs> is worth <laughs> ten times more than the seventy-five. You pay five hundred for your fan. seat license. You get the same as this guy over here who bought a suite. Yeah, just, Made me think just, he's got some sweet insurance deal if they let nobody in that he gets some payday because he's talking so confidently. I'm like, he's there's got to be an angle here. What is it? <laughs> well. Uh, the, the folks who pay the big money get the most access. They get weighted on hand and foot. Come on. What level of service do your sister does your sister get in her season tickets? Uh, they get parking. Oh, okay. Which That's is true. important because uh, they, apparently it's a nightmare because they park real close to the stadium. And when that game's over, because I've uh, been with them a couple times... And uh, we just, man, we just bolt as fast as we can. Because sometimes they, she's got friends, and they'll use their seats because their seats are a little bit better than my sister's seats. But they tell me, man, you, as soon as this game's over or whenever, when that thing is ending, we got to get to that car as soon as possible because 65,000 folks trying to get out of there. And that's probably, you know, anywhere. So uh, that parking's the big thing. Other than that, that's it. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Well, the big story over the weekend, AL.com, saying BYU could be a season-opening opponent for the Crimson Tide if the SEC doesn't go to the conference game-only model this fall. Alabama needs a game. They're supposed to play USC in Dallas. There's been more reporting on this now. It's Alabama football, so you can imagine how many people in SEC country are chasing this story. And we're going to talk with Cecil Hurt, who covers the Crimson Tide for the Tuscaloosa News since 1982. But uh, reading up on uh, some of Cecil's stuff after Yawk let us know over the weekend, I was reading some of his stuff, and Cecil was saying that uh, the game might end up being on campus, which I guess makes sense. Why would... Why would Jerry Jones want to pay both teams a gazillion dollars to go to Dallas if they're not going to be able to sell tickets and make a gazillion dollars on the game? I guess if they had some TV revenue that would be coming in, but obviously that makes sense as far as no fans go. But yeah, I mean, I said this last week that BYU was thought, thought BYU thought they're in a good spot as long as the SEC and the Big 12 didn't go the Big 10. Pac-12 model of conference only. I mean, I heard that uh, a, more than a week ago. Uh, this, I heard that the day after I heard that the Pac-12 was going to go for conference games only, which is coming up on two weeks. I told you three days before the Pac-12 made the announcement. So, yeah, they have been in discussions with all these teams. I don't think that they're going to... Assuming that the SEC and the Big 12 go in the direction of playing non-conference games, I don't think BYU is going to have any trouble filling out its schedule. I don't. I don't think that's an issue at all. 
We'll have more on this coming up in our next segment. We've got a lot of you uh, on our Facebook page with your thoughts about a BYU-Alabama matchup. A couple of them are actually serious. Many of them are, are not even remotely serious. But we'll get to that coming up. Uh, Air Force starting quarterback Donald Hammond III could miss the upcoming season after falling out of good standing with the Academy. Hammond is a senior. He started 11 of the 13 games last year, and Air Force went 11-2. And, and Air Force has got a long history of crushing it with senior quarterbacks and just having awesome seasons. Here they're coming off a, a really good season with the junior quarterback. 7-1, they lost to uh, Boise State, was the one loss in conference. And 11-2 on the year, but now they may not have their senior quarterback. That is that is a big blow for the Falcons and uh, big news for Utah State fans. Oh, absolutely is, yeah. I don't know what that means, falling out of good standing. That could mean any number of things, but I have no clue what it means. But I do know their track record is when they get an outstanding quarterback play, they are a very difficult team, particularly the teams that they play on the schedule, which is all that matters. I mean, I don't know how good they would be nationally, but that doesn't matter. You're playing Utah State in the moment. If they've got an experienced quarterback, they're much more difficult to beat. This is something that we've seen. I've seen since the very first year I got here. Didn't know much about Air Force football, but within two or three years, I was up to my eyeballs in Air Force football. And you knew that extremely well because that's a complicated system that they run, and they get you in a mismatch and look out. It reminds me of Scotty G. Here we go! And in your <laughs> yeah. mind, you picture about... 50, 70, 80 yards of open grass, and my adrenaline goes. Well, Air Force, they're running that thing the way they do to perfection and precision. It can be awfully difficult, and you get out of place, they're going to get long gains, if not finish it with a touchdown on that very play. Former Nebraska standout wide receiver J.D. Spielman's transferring to TCU. He left the Huskers, or he led the Huskers in receiving yards and touchdowns a year ago, but he left the program, entered the transfer portal in June, citing mental health issues and PK we have heard from coaches that over the last five years the amount of time that they spend on mental health issues has been skyrocketing issues on and around their team it's not one coach it's not just one sport it really is widespread and here's another example of it of course DJ and PK hashtag major league baseball as we get the decision uh, this evening, you know, we move forward uh, with no excuses, you know, knowing that all of our alternatives are going to be somewhat imperfect. Uh, we're not going to make excuses. We're going to work, continue to work very closely with Major League Baseball, which we have done today. And I'll talk more about in the Q&A uh, to find the best alternative for us in the days ahead. That's Blue Jays president Mark Shapiro. The Canadian government doesn't want Major League Baseball happening in Toronto. Teams coming from the U.S. with higher infection rates. Canada's had the border closed with the U.S. for a while now. So Toronto's got to find another home. Their AAA team is in Buffalo. That's one possibility. they got a spring training facility in Florida. That's another possibility. Uh, pitcher Anthony Bass says the team's looking for a Major League ballpark to play in this season. So I guess they would have to be in multiple parks or there's going to be somebody's schedule is going to fit their schedule like a glove and when one team's home the other one's away or you play multiple games in a stadium in a day because there are no fans coming in and out I don't know where this is going for Toronto it's uncharted territory PK well if they don't want Buffalo which is illogical then they just go downstate to New York because you'll have a stadium available virtually every day because when one's home the other's away and vice versa three teams into two New York stadiums 
It can, it can be done, yeah, unless the schedule is going to be changed and such. But for years and years and years, it's the same thing with the Angels and Dodgers, and I'm sure it's the same thing with the White Sox and Cubs. I haven't lived in Chicago, but I've lived in the other two places. That one, it's very rare do they have home games the same day. And even with the Dodgers and Angels, which of the th- cities that have the multiple teams, geographically, they are that's the furthest distance, the farthest distance between the two. I mean, it's Shea and, well, not Shea anymore, uh, City Field and Yankee Stadium, you know, it's only minutes away. So when I heard that, my first thought is they could just do it in New York. Thursday for the openers for Major League Baseball. Did, did you see the Yankees and the Mets? So the, the future of baseball, I mean, I know it's just an exhibition game, but the Yankees win 6 nothing. They hit five homers, four of them solo shots. It's just... Sit around and, and, I mean, that's why they're the Bronx Bombers for years and years. I guess you just sit around and wait for the next guy to launch one. And, man, Stan hit his 448 feet. It was way up there in the bleachers. Are you talking about yesterday? Yeah. Not, not Saturday. Saturday was 9-3 yesterday. Was uh, yeah. yeah, there was a bunch of games on yesterday, last night, and I was just flicking around at home. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. Well, we had Dunny on Friday talking about the team's depth. Okay, in, in goalkeeping, maybe. We don't know yet. Defensively, yeah. But attacking, PK. You need goals. I don't need goals. I need chances. This game didn't have either. And they got a point, so that's good. But the entertainment factor, when the when the, uh, when the the analyst 75 minutes, 80 minutes into the game is saying, if you're staying with us, you are really hardcore, you know there haven't been many scoring opportunities. There really wasn't, no. I mean, that just jumped out at you. I'm an American dude. I I mean, I played soccer as a kid. My brother-in-law, my mentor, coached it. So I have a little knowledge. I'm not great. But I needed more more offensive tries. Yeah. Or attempts, I guess, whatever the word is. Chances. Need opportunities. You know, ping a frame, make a keeper, make a good save, just miss. It's some creative combination or something. But there was a lot of... uh, kicking the ball around the midfield and there wasn't much going on inside either 18 yard box that got you fired up my wife walked through and she noticed she said man they're sweating a lot and i said yeah that's <laughs> that's florida humidity because in the two games that i've watched you really do notice it yeah uh third game for rsl uh wednesday morning 7 a.m they'll get one of the uh the early that one early one morning game and then two night games three games every day as they try to stay out of the worst of the oh, i'm gonna get up I'll be up for that game. You can have it on while you do the show. Uh, Sporting Kansas City, and we'll see uh, if RSL can get the top spot coming out of that group. DJ and PK. Two feet away for a four here at the final hole, and that goes in, and John Rahm has won the 2020 Memorial Tournament presented by Nationwide. An eight-shot lead going to the back nine, dwindled to three, becomes the number one golfer in the world. He's the second Spaniard to occupy that spot. The first, his idol, Seve Ballesteros. John Rahm, the king of Columbus at Jack's Place. So John Rom gets the win, and PK was flashing the Arizona State Sun Devil hat on TV last night. Just feel ready to pass that Sun Devil torch over to John Rom. The timing couldn't be better. Uh, but meanwhile, for Tony Fee now, a great opening round. He still had to share the lead after two rounds, but in the middle of the third round, it all fell apart. And it's easy to say with all his second place finishes and the chances he's had to win, he's only won the one time in Puerto Rico. Well, you know, the pressure gets to him. But PK, it just doesn't. 
It's not my it's not my standard issue uh, definition of pressure in golf. In the middle of the third round, midday on Saturday, in a tournament that isn't a major, and I know this did have a major quality field, and that a lot of the the big names and the top guys on the money list were, on, were in this tournament, and it's Jack's tournament that special. But it's not a major, and it was Saturday afternoon, and it just unraveled so quickly. Uh, see, I disagree with you completely. The only guys that you wouldn't think that would have pressure in those situations are guys who've got a bunch of majors. But when you're trying to still make your mark, and Tony's getting up there in age now. I think he's uh, over 30, right? Or if not, he's real close to it. Uh, it, He's made money in golf, but I don't think he's made his mark in golf. And so you're trying to make your mark. So in your own way, everything is a major to you. So I don't think he's thinking, oh, well, I could be relaxed. Uh, man, blah, 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 blah. This is no, no, no. He looks over there. There's Jack. And if Jack's there, that, that takes on added importance. And you haven't established yourself as a winner. And this is something you're trying to do. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's pressure or what. But the fact is, he has a problem competing at a high level for four days in a row. These are facts. He can compete for portions of those four days at extremely high, particularly early. He can't do it later yet. Now, I don't take any joy in saying it, but that was, those are the facts. He is already 30. As a matter of fact, he turns 31 in two months. He's got right. a, I know his birthday was in September. Yeah, September 14th is his birthday. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 30, 31 is, uh, is coming right. up for him in a couple months. Yeah. All right. Well, John Rahm is the new number one in the world. You can take a Sun Devil victory lap now if you want. John Rahm, yeah. He came over from Spain and went to ASU. Did not know a word of English when he arrived. Which is amazing because you listen to him speak now, and uh, he barely has any accent. He speaks perfect English, and he said he learned it through uh, watching television and rap music, which the rap music explains why they caught him swearing there when they first started golf a few weeks back, and Jim Nance had to apologize. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. It's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, the BYU-Alabama rumors. It's not like there's a contract sign. It's not like it's a done deal because uh, there isn't, and it's not. But it's a possibility, and that's enough to light up a Facebook page. So we'll get to your reaction there. And Cecil Hurd, who covers the Crimson Tide for the Tuscaloosa News since 1982, is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Steve Cleveland, our basketball and, and now our life insider, will join us at 9 o'clock. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.